The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM. This is the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, hosted by founder Sarah Coates, a licensed clinical mental health counselor. In this podcast, Sarah and her team of therapists will dive deep into many topics on mental health care. Here's your host, Sarah Coates. Hello, and welcome to the Turning Your Life Around podcast. Today, we're going to have a good conversation about holiday stress and specifically families that bring more stress or how we deal with family stress during the holidays. And I'm joined today by Michael Garner, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist and also director of clinical operations at 180 Counseling. So thanks for coming on, Michael. No problem. Thank you. You deal with families. You work with families every day of the week, basically. You're uh, very adept at helping families manage stress and especially holiday stress with families. So if you don't mind just sharing with the listeners, I know there's probably a lot of listeners who are already feeling the stress of the holidays coming on and then also thinking about having to interact with certain family members. What I hear all the time is families stressed out that have to go to maybe five or six or 12 different gatherings during the holidays. So I know that's a pretty stressful time for a lot of families. So maybe you can just share a little bit of wisdom with the listeners today. Sure. It's it's kind of funny. I was talking to a few colleagues uh, actually yesterday. I start talking about this topic, holidays and families. In September. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I probably don't finish this topic for some families until probably the end of January. So it's a sizable amount just because, again, the holidays bring so much stress. They've got to start preparing a plan almost of how do I deal with these certain family members or the stress of the hustle and bustle of everything else going on. So, yeah, it's definitely a topic that many people can definitely learn from mm-hmm. for sure. What would be some pointers you would give to family members who already are thinking, I have to interact with Uncle Joe, let's Mm -hmm. just say, and all he talks about is X, Y, and Z. What would you say to somebody who's saying that? (laughs) First of all, remember, it's a holiday. So the holidays can bring joy as well. I think a lot of times that gets lost in it. We tend to either get so lost into the joy and anticipation of the fun and the excitement of that, and we might downplay some of the stressors we're going to experience so we don't even think about it, and then we're surprised it happens, but yet it happens every (laughs) year. Or other times we get so lost into the stress and the chaos of the holidays that sometimes we don't sit back and just enjoy. For example, with me, I can sit by my Christmas tree I got set up with just the Christmas tree lights on and drinking a cup of coffee or, you know, hot chocolate um, and just watching my kids play. It is the most amazing thing in the world. And of course, it doesn't mean I don't have my own family stress. But I think there should always be a good balance and looking for and recognizing there can be some joy in the holidays and don't get so wrapped up and consumed in the stress that you lose out on the joy that the holidays can bring. Intentionally slowing down. And just like you said, like sitting by the Christmas tree lights for a few minutes a day Mm -hmm. during the holiday season can just help you manage the stress of it. Absolutely. Let's talk about the stress and the chaos of family issues Mm -hmm. and different dynamics. You know, we 
are living in this, I don't know, very divided time in history. Oh, and yeah. there's just so many stressors going on. Family members have lots of different opinions. And I'm sure we all share different opinions on different hot topics. So how would you coach someone along on how to manage that? That's where boundaries come in play. Mm. The B word. My favorite yes. word, boundaries. Yes. I think a lot of people may not fully understand what boundaries are and even the purpose of a boundary. So kind of, I go back, of course, to the Cloud and Townsend Mm -hmm. and their book, Boundaries, and kind of how they define it. Just a great visual representation. If you think of, say, your property, you've got your property lines, you might have a fence up, you've got the four walls of your house, each room has a door into the room, and so each of those play a boundary. I don't know about you. I'm only going to let certain people into a certain amount. If a telemarketer comes to my door and trying to sell me on something, you know, I'm not going to just invite them in. I'm probably going to have a very short conversation there on the steps. If you even open the door. If I even open the door, of course. Right. If it's family, for example, sure, I'm going to invite them in. Right. If if it's my wife or my kids, they're going to come into maybe more of the private areas of the house. You know, the family are probably just going to stay in the living room and, and the kitchen, the dining room, those sorts of things. My wife and my kids, sure, we're going into the bedrooms and hanging out there and just having a good time. And so the closer they are to me, uh, the more healthy they are, the closer I'm going to let them into my world. Mm-hmm. And those who are not healthy you know, I'm going to keep them a little further away. And yeah. it doesn't mean I have to invite them in just because I rang the doorbell. Well, and, and so, I mean, I love that visual representation. Boundaries are property fences, basically, or doors. And so what you're saying is, you know, the telemarketer, you don't even have to open the door for. Mm-hmm. And how can you apply that with family members or coworkers or neighbors that create more stress during the holidays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So again, uh, understanding the boundary, it's kind of recognizing where I end and someone else begins. So I've got to understand what I'm responsible to and what I'm responsible for. As a dad, I'm responsible to my kids and to my wife, those sorts of things. But at the end of the day, I'm not responsible for their choices. I'm responsible for me always and my choices, how I respond to things. And so I've got to be very clear in creating these strong and healthy boundaries to help understand what that might mean. I've got to ask myself a few questions. First of all, what is it I want or don't want? Or what is it I'm okay with and not okay with? So good example, kind of around the holidays. I want family to come over and have a good time. Let's eat some turkey. Let's eat some ham. Let's obviously got to have some pies and cookies. And, and presents. And, and yes, yeah, and presents. <laughs> hey, sorry. I, I love the food part. Yeah. Um, yeah, kids too. Uh, they definitely love the presents. But I want to enjoy those parts of the activities. What I don't want are the arguing going on between certain family members or the harsh critical tones or the criticizing and the picking on of certain individuals and people, that's what I'm not okay with. And so I've got to ask myself if that's what I want, and of course then on the other side this is what I don't want, what do I need to do so that I can enjoy the things I do want and create distance between myself and what I don't want? Do you think it's okay for if you're having a family gathering and it's at your home Mm -hmm. and you're hosting it, do you think it's okay to say, hey, everyone, welcome. Here are things we're not going to talk about today. Sure, absolutely. Because that's setting a clear boundary from the get-go. And it's your house. 
That's at right. the end of the day. Now, you, walking into someone else's house, yeah. You, yeah, probably not. But again, you can hold the same sort of boundaries at someone else's house. And we'll talk about that. But absolutely, this is your house, your place. You're setting the rules, as it were, as far as interactions. And so, again, kind of thinking in terms of cause and effect, if someone does this, or says this, so they talk about a topic that we've asked them not to, this is my response. And so when I'm working with families or uh, individuals or couples, I have them start thinking about, again, in September, what are some of the stressors? What are you okay with? What are you not okay with? Now, what are you gonna do? Mm -hmm. If you have Aunt Susie Q coming over and she's always creating drama because she's talking about politics and she sees things different than say you do, and you ask her not to talk about it, what are you going to do if she brings it up? Right. And so having a game plan in place so that when Aunt Susie Q does come and start talking about this political issue or that political issue, you guys already know. You don't have to go into reaction mode. You can simply respond with what you've already decided as a family. Mm. And that may be redirecting or, you know, other things depending on the, the social gathering. Yeah. So having a game plan of what boundaries you want to set, but doing that prior to the gathering. Yes. And then how are you going to implement the boundary mm-hmm. and what is that going to look like and how are you going to have your other family members on board with that? Exactly. You know, one of the hot topics that I'm hearing in my therapy office with family gatherings during the holidays is COVID protocols, you know? <laughs> yeah. This this family gathering over here wants people to do X, Y, and Z or have X, Y, and Z in place. And, you know, that that's... Um, it's rubbing up against people sure. uh, in all different ways. And I'm talking about boundaries a lot with clients. And the fact of the matter is, whether you like it or not, if somebody sets a boundary, it's your job to respect that. Yes. And if you don't like that boundary, then don't attend that function. Sure. And then that sets off a whole other host of fireworks because, mm-hmm. well, then Susie Q is mad at me yes. because I'm not coming to this gathering, but I don't agree with the boundary or lack of boundary they've set. Mm-hmm. And it's just a whole hysteria of stress. It is. It is. And I think that's part of what makes boundaries so difficult and honestly why people choose to refrain from boundaries is because every boundary also has a cost. Yes, exactly. I just said that yesterday. Yes. You must have been listening in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Every boundary does have a cost and every choice has a consequence. Mm -hmm. But again, going back to what we're responsible to, what we're responsible for, an example of what we've had to do, we've actually had to ask people to not attend. Like one family, remember they brought the turkey, that was what they were going to contribute. A couple of days they started to act up and uh, had a quick conversation with my wife. We both agreed. We called said family member, said, uh, we appreciate it, but we're going to ask you to come pick up your turkey or we'll just drop it off. We're going to have other plans for Mm. Thanksgiving, for example. Mm -hmm. And it set a very clear boundary. We are not okay with this because we said we weren't okay with it. And they start to kind of act up. And so we went big, Mm -hmm. but it's because these boundaries are continually violating. Yeah. And this, the very next family gathering, which was Christmas, interacting with this family member was so much better. Hmm. Right. Because I realized I can't play this game because they can and they will mm-hmm. <laughs> ask me to not attend. Mm-hmm. So the cost in that one, like we ended up at some restaurant, of course, it was nowhere near the home cooked meal and it was a bit of a downer, but we decided that's okay. We're going to do something fun that's exciting for us. And so, again, responsible to or responsible for, I'm not responsible to the other people. I am responsible for myself. And so what we chose to do is that following Christmas, 
We're like, we're not dealing with any of it. <laughs> we're going to get a cabin right. in the mountains. We're going to get away. And it was the best and most relaxing Christmas because we took responsibility and control over our own thing of what we wanted. Mm-hmm. And it was the most magical thing. And it's done on Christmas. Uh, yeah, awesome. that's pretty magical. Yeah. yeah. You know, I think a lot of times people, either they don't understand the word boundaries, they've never practiced using boundaries, they didn't grow up with a family that had healthy boundaries. So it, some of this is very new to a lot of listeners probably. Mm-hmm. But boundaries also, we can put boundaries around ourselves as well. Oh, you yeah. know, boundaries around our time. Because the thing that stresses so many people out during the holidays is all the functions to attend and Mm -hmm. all the Christmas parties and school holiday gatherings and baking cookies for this. Buying the gifts for everybody, all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's just as important to put boundaries around our time, our, Mm -hmm. you know, expenses, what we're going to spend, setting limits for ourselves, So we're not, you know, racking ourselves up with debt on a holiday that then later on in the year we're suffering for. So boundaries aren't just for other people. They also are for ourselves. Absolutely. Again, I I think it all ultimately goes back to ask yourself, what do you want? What do you not want? And then what are you okay with? And what are you not okay with? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to be able to enjoy the holidays. I'd like to be able to spend something, but I also don't want to go into debt with that. So that's going to have to limit the cost of things. I want to enjoy and see certain family members, but I also don't want to be on the road all day or my kids don't want to be on the road all day. And so I'm going to choose to limit some of the interactions or spread it out over a couple of weekends or as some said christmas day is just us mm-hmm. we're going to do the visiting on non-christmas day so yeah. the days leading up to it or the days uh, following yeah. you probably had interactions with people who've shared the same concern as what i'm getting ready to say so if a family does say you know we're protecting our time with the children on the 25th mm-hmm. that's our day together as a family we will have to attend and do gatherings with external family members on different days yeah. and then grandma Susie q yeah. gets really upset because she wanted to see the grandbabies on christmas you know and that causes a lot of sure. stress within families mm-hmm. yeah again that's why I encourage uh, families and couples to have these conversations in September. Yeah, right, right. Be planning <laughs> start, ahead. Start thinking ahead. What are the traditions? What are the expectations? Obviously, you guys have. Individually, you have. As a family, you guys have. But also, what are the expectations other people are going to have for you? Such as grandma who wants you guys to go visit them on Christmas, but everybody else, all the aunts and uncles and the other side of the family would like to see them as well. And so sometimes we have to make hard decisions and it may be rotating. Like, yep. okay, I spent Thanksgiving with you guys this Christmas. We're going to spend with this other family or we can't do it this Christmas. We'll try to do it next Christmas yep. or uh, something to go along with that. I think one of the most important things is to remember we cannot please everyone. And sometimes setting a boundary will make another person upset with you. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you have to be pleased with yourself and the decisions you've made for yourself and Mm -hmm. your family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And again, that goes back to the cost because Grandma Susie Q could hold that against you for a while or just not talk to you for a couple of months. But that's where you've got to make sure you've got the support and you've got the accountability. You've started, you've already had the conversation hopefully months ago. Um, You've already thought through what you're going to say and respond if this person does that or this person does this. And so when it shows up, you kind of already know how to address it. And again, you've got to have someone who can hold you accountable, such Mm. as, well, you said you weren't going to do this. 
but I keep hearing you do this. What's going on there? And then we have to have a harder conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this is really great information, I think, for the listeners, because a lot of people do endure stress during the holidays. Any other final thoughts or tips for families managing through stressful holiday season? I can't reinforce enough. Kind of what I started with is even though the the holidays can be uh, full of stress and chaos, especially around the visit and the family, try to look around and enjoy some of the positive things. Like, okay, sure, Susie Q can be annoying or Uncle Joe can be very frustrating at times, but at least the kids are having a great time. Or Grandpa Smith is gonna walk in with that funny, goofy tie and we're all gonna get a laugh out of it. Or, okay, sure, you know, Susie Q could be frustrated and annoying, but she makes some killer mashed potatoes. <laughs> All right, so look forward to that too. So. so find the small things to enjoy Absolutely. and focus on those. Yes. And especially noticing the, the the lights and the wonder. I agree. I, I love to sit by my Christmas tree in the evening and just watch the lights. Just look at them. Mm-hmm. It is so pretty. Is. Well, thank you so much for joining on the podcast today. And if you're listening and you're um, dealing with some holiday stress or any stress that comes on in the year with family members or other stressful events, feel free to reach out to one of our therapists in one of our six locations, and we are happy to help you manage your stress. You can find us on the website, one-80counseling.com. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Turning Your Life Around podcast, presented by 180 Counseling, with five triangle locations to serve you. Learn more at 1-80counseling.com. This has been an exclusive presentation of News Radio 680 WPTF and 98.5 FM, a Curtis Media Group station.